welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I'm so very glad that you could join me today. We are going to start a series where Jesus talked to the disciples, and the disciples asked, Lord, teach us to pray. You know, the word going forth right now is prepare, prepare, prepare for the body of Christ. We have to examine ourselves, our walk, and repent of anything that hinders our walk. True repentance is changing your total mind, body, and spirit towards sin. You're supposed to hate sin and walk away from it, never to do it again, or intentionally do it again. We will fall, but that's where grace comes in to forgive us. But we are called to walk circumspectly before the Lord, upright, different from the world. We can be in the world and not of it. There's an old saying that she or he walks to his own drum, his or her own drum beat. That drum beat should be Jesus Christ. His laws should be written on the tablets of our hearts. David prayed, Father, hide your word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's what we're supposed to do. Hide his word in our heart. How? By reading it, letting it become part of us. So, on to the subject. The subject of prayer is very near and dear to my heart. I had a wonderful woman of God who had a prayer ministry. The ministry has established itself and is now international. But that's not what gives me joy in my heart. I love the way she would talk to Jesus. How she would even talk about him. There was something so sweet and endearing about her relationship with the Lord. From the time I had met her, I desired to have that kind of relationship with my Lord and Savior. She exemplified a very close and intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. She freely shared the many lessons she had learned along the way. So my desire for a powerful prayer life grew into a desire like hers and the Apostle Paul to know him more. Philippians 3.10 That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. There are two main ways to get to know the Lord intimately reading his love letter to you then to pray and there are many forms of prayer so yes this is an introduction to a series the subject of prayer the enemy has been fighting me he does not want me to discuss this subject with you as you can hear in my voice i'm a horse so he's trying to stop the words from being able to come out. But with God's strength, they will. 
Because when I do, you will have information. Information to defeat him in your life. But far greater, the information that will help us all to draw close to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Why do I say us? Because until Jesus comes, we are all under construction. None of us have arrived. And when you think you have arrived, you cut off the information line. We become unteachable. And if you are unteachable, you are unreachable. I still don't know like I'd like to know. But I can tell you this. I do know a whole lot. A whole lot about nothing. In Matthew 6, 5-15, the disciples come to Jesus. They've been watching Jesus' every move. They have seen him get away from the crowds as often as he could to pray, to talk to his Father. They saw his prayer life. They saw the many miracles that came out of that prayer life. They heard him pray for a miracle and thank the Father for hearing his prayer. And the miracle would happen. So they come to him and they ask, Lord, how do we pray? How do we get the answers we need in our life? How do we get that intimate relationship with the Father that you have? This was his reply in Matthew 6, 5 through 15. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, Pray to the Father, which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard of their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not their men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. There are a lot of people who like to pray this prayer, the prayer of the Our Father. That is perfectly fine. There is absolutely nothing wrong with this. If he didn't want us to pray this prayer, he wouldn't have put it in his word. He wouldn't have answered the disciples with this prayer. 
But there is another dimension to this prayer. It is also an outline of how we are to pray. And next week we will be discussing the Lord's Prayer in detail. I will break down the outline for you. I'm telling you, what the Lord has for you in this series, you don't want to miss. It is going to be good for us all. I can't give what he hasn't given me. That is why these topics are supposed to be a discussion. So that we can learn from one another. The body of Christ needs each other. How else is his love supposed to shine before men? Prayer is the most powerful tool in the Lord's arsenal for us. The enemy will do everything possible to stop you from this lifestyle. Because he knows that if you have this lifestyle, you will no longer have to live a defeated lifestyle. And here is the outline, what to avoid, where to go, what he knows is best for you, and that he always will answer you. Acknowledge his headship, his will for you, his provision for you, and above all, his forgiveness as you forgive. Then acknowledge his divine protection for your life. Let's look at Philippians 3.10-14 where the Apostle Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death if by any means I may at, might attain unto the resurrection of the dead not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also <clears throat> I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the high prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I love this passage of scripture. There is only one way to attain all the things Paul desired in this passage. Prayer. Thank you, Jesus. You know, prayer is where you can learn theoretically. Then what you learn theoretically, you will learn experientially or vice versa. This is how we press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is how we become overcomers, and most importantly, not hearers only of the Word of God, but also doers of the Word of God. This is how we develop a relationship with our one true and living God. How powerful is that? That He wants a very real and intimate relationship with each and every one of us. I just heard him speak to my heart, I love you. It was a gentle whisper, but it wasn't just for me. It was for all of us. Do you know that he sings over you? Yep, he sings over us, according to Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. 
He will joy over thee with singing. Do you know that he watches over us continuously? Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Doesn't this sound like Psalm chapter 91? He even tells us why he never slumbers nor sleeps. To watch over and protect us. So he does this 24-7. Not sometimes, but all the time. So much so that it disturbs the angels in heaven. <laughs> Psalm 8, 4 through 6 says, The angels went to him and asked, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Hey, look at that verse. Do you see what I see? Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So our well-being is his main focus 24-7. God is good all the time. And all the time... God is good. I love this saying. Are you starting to see just how great His love is for us? It leaves me in awe. Luke 10, 1-22 After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also, and sent them two and two before His face into every city and place, whither He Himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the, his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor script, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house you enter, First say, Peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give. For into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you, each such things as are set before you. And heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But into whatsoever city you enter, 
and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets of the same, and say, Even the very dust of your city which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But I say unto you that it will be more tolerable in the day for Sodom than for that city. Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and Sidon, which had been done in you, they had a great while ago repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at that day of judgment than for you. And thou Capernaum, which art exalted to heaven, shalt be thrust down to hell. He that heareth you heareth me, and he that despiseth you despiseth me, and he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for, it's, oh, see, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me and my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son and he to whom the Son will reveal him. Do you see what prayer does? It promotes the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19-20 Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And how do I know this? Because of what happens between Luke 24, 49 and Acts 1 through 8. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Also Acts 1, 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Then in Acts chapter 2, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. 
and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galilean? How we hear every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia, in Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Ferga, Pamphylia, Egypt, Libya, in parts of Libya about Serene, the strangers of Rome, Jews of the proselytes, Cretes, Arabians. We do hear them speak in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is about the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens. I will pour out in those days of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show them wonders in heaven above. Signs in the earth beneath. Blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness. And the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come. <clears throat> and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among, by, among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain whom God hath raised up, having loosed the veins of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope. Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch of David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulchre, is with us unto this day. 
Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did cease corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made the same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day they, there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they continuing, continuing, daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved notice at the end of Luke chapter 10 Jesus brings the focus back to our salvation and he who answers our prayers this being the most important the fact that our names are written in the lamb's book of life then thankful that he answers our prayers jesus didn't just teach with words he also taught by example you know i just had a thought about his last statements don't go looking for a fight but when the enemy brings the fight to you, don't back down from it either. But that is one of the lessons in this series. So if you have joined in today and you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you have listened to this message and if the Lord is speaking to your heart today, that you desire a real relationship with Him, I will pray with you right now. 
this is just an outline. Look deep within your spirit through the mirror of the Ten Commandments in the Word of God and all of the Word of God. The Word of God is just one big mirror to look into your soul and do a soul search. Where can I do better? Not because of fear of retaliation, but for the, the great love that He has poured out on you. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins. I, and ask for your forgiveness. I forgive those who have sinned against me. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life. Help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's mighty name, amen. <clears throat> I thank you for tuning in today. And for those of you who have decided to follow Christ, Please let me know by either messaging me or emailing me at my one little AFMP at AOL.com. And then when I say one, it's the number one. I hope you have a blessed day today, a blessed week this week. Remember, I love you, but Jesus loves you more. See you again next week at my little house of prayer.